0: Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from Huge Profits, com with another call in the podcast series. Today I'm with Nancy Marmalejo. Welcome, Nancy.
1: Hi, Connie.
0: I'm so thrilled to have you. You're one of the first people that I knew about online when I came on in 2006. And I know that you didn't have any idea who I was, but I go back to the time when you were teaching us how to properly use MySpace. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, my God, you are <laughs> you are old school.
0: Old school, and I loved that training so much because I went to MySpace and I didn't know what to do and all these people wanted to be my friend or whatever it was called over there, connection, and there was music and some people had wild colors all over their page and the music would start playing and you made it all make sense for me. And I bought that guide from you, I got on your list, and I have remained there all these years, and I've got to know you now in person, at events, and it's just been fantastic.
1: That is so cool. You did surprise me with that. I didn't know that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, here, I'll share with everyone. Just before I hit record for this podcast, I told Nancy I was going to share how I first got to know her, and I said that she probably didn't know the story, and it turns out you don't.
1: That's so cool. Well, you know, that was I'm just one of those people I heard somebody talk about today. They said people are inherently lazy, and I don't know if it's necessarily that I'm inherently lazy, but I'm always trying to find a faster, easier way to do things because I'm just inherently busy because I'm <laughs> the mother of an extremely active athletic child. And so I found my MySpace bazillions of years ago before Facebook was even opened up outside of the non- Uh, Mm -hmm. education, you know, people with the EDU email address, and I I just thought, my gosh, if this can help me get in front of more people, and my list built, I sold products, I got consulting clients, so, yeah, that was a cool place to be back in the day.
0: Yes, yes, and then it seemed like within a year or so, you had started Viva Visibility, Mm -hmm. and that's now how I think of you. So tell people more about what it is that you're doing.
1: What I do, it was actually born from the things that were happening on my space and that period of time in my business where I was getting a lot of visibility and media attention and I had a lot of cool things happening and some national awards and people said, hey, how'd how'd you do that? And I started teaching it to so many different people I realized, my gosh, I think I have a whole new business model here and a new brand. So I started Viva Visibility, which is Basically, helping business owners and entrepreneurs position themselves in the market so they get noticed. And there are a number of different ways that you can go about and do that. And my way of doing it is to position you as an expert, to make it so that you stand out as an expert. You have a unique voice. You're not confused with the next person who sounds like they're doing the same thing you're doing and it's been really successful. My clients have gone on to really establish themselves as go-to people in their fields, putting on profitable events, running coaching programs, putting out products, uh speaking engagements, all sorts of different ways of really standing out and getting put into that place of prominence that they really deserve to be in because they're they're great at what they do.
0: Well, I love that and You know, you're just such a warm person. Just every time I see you, I just want to give you a big hug. And, you know, you bring something to the table with everything on the Internet that I never see with anybody else. So it's not something that I often, you know, once in a while might see. It's something that I never see. That's that specialness that you really have, Nancy.
1: Well, thanks, Connie. Actually, I was kind of thinking about something the other day, and I I was somebody else had said that to me and I was trying to figure out what it is and I think it's we can be famous and we can be go-to people in our fields without having to be pretentious and the I think it's the way I was raised I think it's the, the I grew up in a family business and just the type of business I grew up in we were you know you just you just couldn't walk around thinking you were all that you know uh, or, <laughs> And and it's important that as experts we're approachable and we're accessible and we can share because I'm an expert in this particular area, but there are people who are experts in their um their specific areas and, and I need to go and, and bow at their feet and ask for help because I you know, they have something I don't have. So what comes around goes around. I think that we all have wonderful things to share with the world and that's what's so beautiful about this.
0: Yes, yes, I agree that all of us have that area of expertise and that I think we just kind of take it for granted many times, which is a big part of it. I was going to ask you about the family business because I know that that is a big part of your background. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Okay, so my dad, oh, my dad was a crack-up. He, he was a, just an entrepreneur to the bone. Never once in my life did I see my dad get up and go to work for anybody other than himself. And after World War II, he came to California where his brothers had all come out to and settled down in San Francisco and um you know through the GI bill he got uh, college education and then his brothers had all started their own businesses and he followed suit so he always had his own business he had like five and dime stores and little like mom and pop type of businesses and when i was a little girl he started a flea market in Hayward California and it was just probably one of the most colorful places you could possibly imagine. I tell people it was the predecessor to eBay. This <laughs> is back before computers. You just empty out your garage, you put it in your station wagon, you back up into the space, you lower your tailgate, you set up a table, and you're in business. Wow. So he gave people the the entrepreneurial dream for, for every weekend that they would show up. And uh, my job was, uh, I worked in the snack bar, which was very, you know, It was a big profit center because we were selling sodas and things like that, hot dogs. And it was just an incredible experience where I learned about customer service. I learned about cash flow. I learned um, what do you do when two bikers get into a fight right out in front of the counter. (laughs) (laughs) I learned a lot of really useful skills. So I'm really good. I, I keep a really cool head in a crisis and I don't go too overboard when things are going really, really well. It, it really taught me how to keep an even keel, and also to just celebrate the uniqueness in people because a flea market is 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 just a, a it's a parade of mankind. Every type of person goes there, from the eclectic and the eccentric to the outlaw, to the families, I mean, everybody goes to the flea market and you learn so much about human nature. I learned about how to market to people, how to sell to people, how to connect with people and really how to honor everybody no matter what what path they've walked on, because that guy who looks like a bum over there, he actually is probably one of the most knowledgeable collectors on this rare item. He just chooses to look the way he looks. So mm-hmm. it, just fascinating place. My gosh, I, you better stop me because I could <laughs> go on and on.
0: That's, that's really something. And um, in in the 80s, I spent a year living in Foster City, which is right across the, the bay from uh, from Hayward.
1: You could have come over, I could have served you up from the snack bar. I don't know. you might have been one of I don't know if you were one of our fleas, but that was a that was just a bridge a bridge right away
0: <laughs> yes i'll I'll never tell whether I was there or not, but wouldn't that be wouldn't that be something? Well, Nancy, you have so many trainings that you do that are so so special and that my people would benefit from. Would you give us an idea about a couple of those?
1: Absolutely. Um, so all of this is filtering out of Viva Visibility. So there's always lots of really cool things happening. And it's good to stay connected to me because you'll find out about those things. Uh, as I said, I really, really want to support people in getting their expertise out into the world. And one of the ways I've done that is through a really cool training called Claim It, Say It, Sell It. You claim your expertise. i show you how to do that. Teach you how to say it in your marketing. So that way, it attracts clients and attracts opportunities, and then learn how to sell it, and learn how to sell it in in creative ways with multiple streams of income. How to you know really take a add it maybe even a coaching component or whatever it is that that it takes to to monetize your business, and so that's been huge. Uh, that's it. Claim it, say it, sell it. dot com, and then also a big part of the work that I do is to Teach entrepreneurs not only to get yourself out there as an expert, but to use that expertise as a vehicle to build trust with your audience. You know, if you think about when, um, what was that? I remember Marcus Welby, M.D.
0: I do remember Marcus Welby, M.D. What
1: was the name of him? What was the actor's name? Oh, no, it's slipping um, my mind. The
0: man who played Marcus Welby? yes. Um, Robert something, I want to say. Okay, well,
1: we'll come back to that. Somebody you know what? I'm going to
0: Google it because isn't that how we find all of our information this, this <laughs> day? So I'm, I'm just going to put say... in,
1: well, the well be... actor, yes. there's
0: his picture, and his name was Robert Young.
1: Robert Young, he was a famous actor. <laughs> so Robert Young through that role of Marcus Welby, M.D., I mean, we looked at him as our family doctor. I mean, that was like the most trusted man in America. So then he went on to do commercials, and whatever he sold, of course you're going to buy it because you had this incredible trust with him. And the the reason why you trusted him was because he had this high level of expertise, supposedly. You know, he just plays a doctor (laughs) on TV. However, there was something about being... Um, highly knowledgeable in your field, and also having that 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 trust. So that's what I really want to teach entrepreneurs to do through claim it, say it, sell it, and then also through, for example, I have an interview series out that's called Engage and Persuade. So that's showing people how you can build that trust through some different engagement strategies whether it's the way you market yourself or the way you blog or the way you follow up with people after they've bought something from you or even the conversations where you have you know the traditional sales conversation how do you use that engagement to get to to ease up the sales cycle Mm -hmm. so sales happen easier and it doesn't feel like you're coercing somebody and persuasion just sort of flips its way right in there so they're very related they're based on you know building that trust um, emphasizing the expertise and and leveraging those two to grow your business in a way that i find just you know you can sleep at night with the way that you're making your money you never feel like you've just coerced somebody or you've got a mismatch coming into your into your world it it, to me it keeps business nice and clean
0: yes a very natural way to yes. To business. Perfect, perfect. All right, and that's, and that's going to be an ongoing course probably?
1: Engage and Persuade is an interview series that oh, okay. if you go to engageandpersuade.com, you can get more information on that. I have a number of experts that have shared their top strategies to create that engagement and how it works in converting sales. And so you can just go there and, and uh, check out how to access that information. But I'm really excited about that. It's it's um, it's the next step for experts. We really need to not just sit there and tell the world, hey, I'm an expert, but we also need to leverage it so that it, it turns into revenue for our businesses.
0: Yes, yes, perfect, perfect. But now you were telling me about something else that's going to be an ongoing course. Uh,
1: claim it, say it, sell it?
0: Yes, yes, so that's the one that's going to be ongoing.
1: Yes, uh, well, Claim It Say It Sell It is um it's actually it's it's not ongoing. It's it's launched every um it's it's released periodically because I like to include some live Q&A calls. Uh but the best way for people to find out either about engage and persuade or about Claim It Say It Sell It or any of the other uh solutions that we offer would be to just go to my website. Um, It's VivaVisibility.com. Actually, it takes you over to VivaVisibilityBlog.com. And the easiest thing to do is to sign up for some free tips that I have, 21 tips for online visibility. But not only do you get those tips, but you'll also find yourself connected to me so I can send you little messages and let you know when's the next free training, here's a cool tip, Here's a great blog post. Just get in your ear once a week or so and share some really great resources.
0: And I love your newsletter. Is that what you call it? Do you call it a newsletter? Uh,
1: you, call, you want to call it a newsletter? I'm not particular about words. <laughs> E-zine, newsletter, whatever.
0: <laughs> I, I love it because it just we know it's coming directly from you. You're sharing your heart with us, and um, that makes me feel safe and comfortable in a world that, you know, is sometimes not so safe because we don't know people all the time.
1: Yeah. Well, what you, what you see is what you get. I'll definitely like to, what, one of the things that I do, and Connie, you and I both have backgrounds as teachers, and so one of the things that I did, I was a teacher for 12 years, and that I still do is I'm always looking for the teachable moment. So one of the reasons why I love blogging and I love sending out these weekly tips is because just In my day-to-day life, I'm always looking for the teachable moment. Mm -hmm. And I might see a kitten uh, stuck in a tree on a branch, and I, after rescuing the kitten, of course, I come up with this great metaphor that we can use in business, and I'll write about that and share it with people. Or um, something that I've experienced or observed as a customer, I will turn it right around, and put it into tips that people can use. So I love the teachable moment. I do not have any kind of an editorial calendar for my newsletter. People say, "Well, what do you, you know, what month will you write about this?" I go, "I have no idea. I'm <laughs> doing it in the moment because these teachable moments strike and I can't wait to share them with people." So well,
0: it's I guess that's what I'm doing, Nancy. I guess you just brought to light, you know, what I've been doing and I didn't I didn't have a name for it. I didn't think of it in those terms. Shame on me.
1: You That you're finding the teachable moments,
0: yes, that I just you know I see things that are connected with everything that I do, but that that's it. you hit the nail on the head,
1: we're natural teachers, it's just we we can't do it any other way,
0: yes, and it really makes a you know a big difference, I think, to the people that we are working with well, Nancy, you've been online for quite a while wait what year did you actually come online
1: two thousand three
0: okay, so uh so at least three years before me, what changes do you see? happening that you could, you could share with us, something that is just so different than the way it was when you first were online?
1: Well, it seems to be changing faster and faster and faster right now. Now, a couple of years ago, when I was talking to people mostly about social media, it was get out there on social media. Well, now everybody's out there, and it seems overwhelming. There are so many things to try to keep up with. You know Pinterest is the big thing. everybody <laughs> runs over to Pinterest. Facebook is the big thing. Everybody runs over to facebook and a lot of running you know <laughs> i get I get tired sometimes so really I mean I think the the big thing that's gonna that that needs to happen and that is happening is number one slow down uh number two, don't try to be in all places at all times. There are folks who are just killing themselves because every other day they've got a a workshop or a webinar or something that's telling them you got to do this now now you got to do that now you got to do this now you got to do that. It's so important that we have a criteria of what we need personally and what we need professionally. One of my clients was just talking with me about you know this opt in page and this whole series of videos and all this stuff that would be great it was a really smart marketing move but i knew that she didn't have the bandwidth for it she was working on a whole bunch of other things she travels the world she's a professional speaker we had to make that decision is this really what you need right now will this really advance your business so much of it feels like the shoulds so i think that a big thing for people to focus on right now is just to think about if if there were three things you were going to pick and hold on to that felt like the the surefire winners for you what are they Hang on to them and put your focus in them. Other things are going to come and go. You know, when infographics it's interesting. I mean, I love these things, but it's a lot of work to keep up with everything. And I'm looking at people who are doing a lot of things in a lot of areas, and they're not doing them very well. So I'm about smooth, um, streamlining, simplifying, and getting crystal clear on who you really want to connect with And also to go offline for a bit, you know, not offline like close down your website, but to not just rely on your online marketing. Get out there. You know, you and I have seen each other face-to-face at events. Mm -hmm. Show your face. Uh, Talk to people, you know, face-to-face. Do business the old-fashioned way.
0: Yes, well, when you were saying that just now, Nancy, I, I found myself just exhaling, just a sigh of relief that I don't have to do everything because it's true and I get caught up in that as well and then I have you know people helping me and I say well here you check that out and then let me know and then you know everybody's just running around like a like a chicken with their head off
1: it's pretty insane i i i was i had this brief moment of pinterest infographic guilt because i wasn't <laughs> jumping fully into it I don't know why but for me personally I wasn't grabbed by some aspects of it and people are like yeah but it makes this much sense and it's doing this for traffic it's doing that for traffic like that's fantastic but right now this is where I'm focused this is what I'm doing and you know for me you know I'll I'll have a conversation with somebody and we'll come into an agreement to do some work together and that's more lucrative for me than some of these other streams so you know you really have to focus on where you're going to put your energy and what's going to work for you and you know making sure you have a revenue model and the things that you're involved in that are going to keep you fresh keep you happy and so you don't get tired and crabby and cranky
0: (laughs) (laughs) and what i think also about you know it's wonderful to have sites like pinterest that bring lots of traffic but You know, I think back to my first couple of years with my business, 2006, 2007, if I had had an ad in the New York Times or a a billboard in Times Square, it wouldn't have made any difference. I wasn't ready to accept, you know, a million people or 100,000 people or something. If all that traffic had hit my site, I wouldn't have had anything in place for them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think a lot of times people are jumping ahead that we have to have traffic, we have to have traffic. No, 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 you have to have something that makes sense for you, to serve the people, then, that will finally come to you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because if you analyze that traffic, who were they? Mm-hmm. How, well, how well matched were they to what your messages and your offer? How long did they stay? Did they did they convert? So there's so many so many pieces to it.
0: Yes. Yeah, so well, you're so smart, Nancy. You've really built this this business in a way that, like I say, there, there's nobody else that is quite like you. We're very fortunate to have you in this uh, online marketing world. And, yes, I I agree. I, I get out to other events, including things like Rotary, you know, where it's all offline and I connect with business people. And, you know, you having that, that family business background, I think that made a big difference for you.
1: Yeah. And that's one of my goals is to get out to more, events in the next year for a while there i was out doing a lot and then i had to kind of pull it back a little bit i have a a child that i want to make sure she has a mom who's there make her breakfast in the morning and make her lunch and pick her up from school and so you know i build my business around my priorities and um, i do hope to get some more uh, travel in though at some point and get to some more live events because it's really important to see people face to face and i inevitably no matter where i go I'll go somewhere and somebody'll come up to me and say, "Are you Nancy Marvelaisle?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Do you know I've been on your list for a really long time?" And I, that just amazes me. I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> you know, it, it strikes you sometimes. You're like, "Really? How'd you hear about me?"
0: And I bet none of them so far, anyway, have said that they got your MySpace training back in 2006.
1: Oh, gosh, I need to. I need to find that <laughs> club and send you guys all like a little metal or something because that's pretty amazing
0: (laughs) it really is it really is and you know I, i think that just goes to show that as long as we're doing something that is important at the time is honestly beneficial for the person who invests in it and if we continue with our business we never know where that can lead with the people that we connect with
1: very true. Wise words, Connie.
0: Because, <laughs> I, you know, I may never have found you or it may have been another few years, and I just shudder to think that it would have been more years before I would have connected with you. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for taking your time to do this. And, uh, again, tell everyone where they can find you.
1: Absolutely, and it's been a pleasure, I must say. To connect with me, the best thing you can do is go to Viva, which is spelled V-I-V-A, and then the word visibility v i s i b i l i t y dot com it's going to take you over to my blog and what i really encourage you to do is to check out the twenty one online visibility tips that i have or if i if you're listening to this and that's i've changed that there's gonna be something there <laughs> of value that i'm offering you and I want you to check that out, um, mostly because you'll get that resource, but then also we'll stay connected. And I love, like I said, I love to share the teachable moments with people and the insights, and I'm pretty honest. I, I call it like I see it without berating or bashing or ranting, but I really want to point out what I think are best practices, perhaps some things that you might want to steer away from, and and provide you with some great resources to help you build your business and to get your message out to more people.
0: Yes, and I think, you know, maybe that's the the teacher in us that keeps us honest where it doesn't do anyone any good if you tell them something is fantastic or they've done a great job or something if they haven't. We we have to call it like we see it and when things are really excellent then we do that as well.
1: Mhm, absolutely. <laughs> more wise words from Connie. <laughs>
0: All right, well, it's been my pleasure to be speaking with Nancy Marmalejo And from VivaVisibility.com, this is Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyLists.com. Be sure to sign up to receive all of the uh, interviews and guest calls that I have in the podcast series over on iTunes.